Welcome to the 218th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. My name is Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm here with fellow <laughs> master of the quiz, Mark Davis! You know, don't the people wish they could see us while we're nodding our head back and forth, and I'm... And I see you're making a little bouncy ball when you're talking about the intro, and I'm going do 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 do. And well, I can just hear our lovely voices for now. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're doing absolutely. an old school audio podcast. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, you know. I don't often think about it, but it, you know, now that you mention it, it, seems kind of antiquated. When you stop to think about it, Lee, it's kind of like a bygone age of a neo concept. Yes. I mean, I, I suppose. I'm sure there's plenty of audio. I don't know. Podcasts. That doesn't make sense. I don't think what I just <laughs> said, but you know what I mean. It's a new yeah. thing, but uh, we're doing it old style. Comparatively, Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe one day. That's. A, I, I fear that that's what would happen, though. Is we would like transition to video, and then like viewership would just drop off. Like, no, we want. We like the audio podcast. We like the audio version. Well, that's the nice like thing. It. Yeah, I, it's true. Um, Hollywood Handbook releases a video and audio version. Uh, and a lot of times, honestly, if I hear the audio version and I like it, mm-hmm. I will uh, like a lot. Or if they, I hear there's some stuff that I would like to see, I'll go back and I'll watch it, too. I will do that mm. because of my love. But usually I just start with the audio. That's me personally. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, wow, I really don't listen to many podcasts. I just listen to, like, uh, Lyrics to Go, Doubled Feature. Thank you. And that's it. You're a big supporter of the local stuff, and I love that mm-hmm. about you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I hope that uh, people check out those podcasts, Lyrics to Go, Mark and Seth, uh, talking about lyrics that are questionable at best and have largely dodged public ridicule until now. And mm. uh, Doubled Feature which we've mentioned uh, in the last episode we were guests on recently, a podcast about twin films, movies mm-hmm. that are released about the same year and have a lot of similarities to each other. Mark and I on there talking about The Truman Show and Ed TV. It's a rollicking good time, dare I say. It is. It is a, it is a rollicking good time. Those, those boys are funny. Max is now settled uh, with Elise in North Carolina. Uh, Dan is settled here still, I'm guessing, with a yeah. big old plate of lasagna. <laughs> Always. I'm, I'm pushing but, that very hard. He's the lasagna boy, at mm-hmm. least in your mind. And, mm. you know, I'll eat some lasagna. I could be yeah. a lasagna boy, too. Who was I to he, say? He, he doesn't have to be the only lasagna boy. I could eat I, some lasagna. I did, anyway. see, I did see a, uh, a gender reveal lasagna online the other day where someone colored the i guess maybe the ricotta cheese um the color of the expected baby uh and so they cut the lasagna out and uh and pulled out a piece um was you it know. blue lasagna <clears throat> it was blue lasagna yes oh no yeah it's not oh, appetizing no, is, oh no is is right this is very that's got the looking. same like color as like nyquil chicken <laughs> You ever see? You ever you ever have Nyquil chicken? <laughs> I've never had Nyquil chicken. Well, no. that's good, Mark. That's yeah, real I good never that will. you haven't had Nyquil chicken. That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not here to talk about Nyquil chicken. We're not here to talk about <laughs> other podcasts. We're here to talk about trivia. We want to thank everybody for listening, and we want to thank uh, two great guests that we had on recently: Blake Quizmaster Blake 
and uh, quiz. Uh, I, I want to say Meister, quiz Meister, <laughs> the knowledgeable Tim Gomez, Mappy, yes. nineteen eighty four. Uh, what a pair of wonderful guests that we had on the last two episodes. Indeed, and now we get a little empty nester. It feels like it's been a bit just you and me. Yeah, we mono get to catch up mono. here. Yeah. yeah, loosen up a little bit. Yeah, and we have been uh, we've been talking a little bit about a certain uh, series that uh, we've both been pretty enamored with. That's right. You got to be talking about HBO's The Rehearsal. Jesus Christ, have you watched it all? No, I've only seen the first episode. Um, okay, I was curious because I am a fan of Nathan Fielder, the writer, director, uh, creator, and star of The Rehearsal as well as a TV show called Nathan for You. Mm. And uh, I was delighted to find that the first episode of this show features a trivia player, a pub quiz player named Core. And Core's specialty in trivia is television. And can you believe he's never heard of Nathan for You, the TV show of the host of the show that he is now on? Uh, I just found that to be incredibly amusing, and that is an, an example of the style of comedy that you are to find in this, uh, this ridiculous show, The Rehearsal, which sees Nathan Fielder uh, uh, taking a encounter that people might have some anxiety about and uh, recreating it ahead of time and, and going running through it with professional actors in order to rehearse the anxiety-driven moment. And Core's secret and anxiety is that he lied to his trivia team about his advanced degree. Isn't that right, Mark? Oh, Jesus. Yep. This Claim show to have a master's degree only has a bachelor's. It's like a cross between heavyweight and Nathan for you. And, and it reminds me of syndectiki, New York. It has got mm-hmm. a lot of just strange vibes. It is Charlie Kaufman movie, right? Yes. Yes. One of my favorites. It's like a movie within a movie within a movie. Um, it is very meta and I am so excitedly, I am so excited for you to watch the rest of it. As soon as you finish, you've got to let me know. It, yeah. And it is, it is so wild. You, you posed the question to me, uh, off mic the last time we recorded, you asked, is Nathan Fielder a genius? And that really gave me pause. And I've actually been thinking about it since you asked me. Um, I felt like I couldn't come up with an answer in the moment. But he is, you know, if if comedy is about making some kind of commentary on an observation in society that and making it amusing, I do think that he has a genius level talent for it. I do, too. I do, too. He, um, he, is, he is doing it. He, he is certainly an artist at it he is he is doing things in a way that like stand up can't compete with him in in this kind of interactive sphere and this meta um analysis that he does through his comedy on this show it's ridiculous he just has this this uh ability to turn things on their head and make you 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 just can barely ever guess what he's going to do <clears throat> and if you feel that way already from what you've seen with Nathan for you and what you've seen so far in the rehearsal, it goes further. It is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, Max actually uh, was the one who was like, you need to start watching this. The end of the first episode alone, it's just it. it oh, God, 
it's just incredible. And the things that he comes up with, I don't know how his brain works, but it's on another level. Yeah. Aside from just the idea and the uh, performance of it, it's also the editing and the presentation of the show and how mm-hmm. you learn information. It, it builds out so wonderfully and gives you just a little nibble at a time so that you can like understand where it's, it's hard to talk about this. I feel like we're talking in the abstract about this a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, like I said, kind of have the, to. Yeah. The, the basic idea is that he uh, helps people run through moments that they might be fearing in their life to uh, help them take a look at any possible outcome and prepare for any outcome. And Kor wants uh, his confession to take place at a trivia night, at his local trivia night, because he lied to his team and it's revealed that he's uh, concerned that one uh, team member in particular, he's afraid of their reaction and he doesn't want to lose them as a friend. So that's kind of where it, it starts. He ends up building a exact replica of the bar that they uh, that they go to and, and hiring actors to play the bartenders. I mean, it is down to the salt shakers, the, the replica that he builds. So that's kind of what you're getting into. And it is uh, it's kind of cringy. If you like that kind of comedy, that's great. Kyle Ann cannot stand this show <laughs> or him it's too cringe inducing <laughs> for her but um i think it's it's tempered just right so you might like it too and uh they do reveal a lot of information about the trivia night in the episode and we're going to actually talk about that a little bit more in a uh a piece of uh, bonus content for our Patreon subscribers. So if you want to hear us talk about the uh, trivia night as presented on HBO's The Rehearsal, go ahead and go over to our Patreon page and uh, sign up to become a Patreon supporter. You'll get access to that. We're going to go through some of the questions that they asked on the show. We're going to rate some of the questions. We're going to talk about the format a little bit. And uh, you'll also get early access to new episodes of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on Wednesdays a couple days earlier than our Friday feed. And you'll get access to other uh, items of bonus content, including extra quizzes and even uh, trivia audio tracks for movies such as The Big Lebowski. In fact, Mm. that's the only one right now that you can get. So I hope you're into that and uh, some of our other stuff. And of course, thank you to our uh, Patreon supporters as well. So, uh, yeah, go over there and uh, check that out. If you just want to support us to keep the lights on, uh, we appreciate you, and we like to have that little bit of uh, a couple uh, things for you in case you want some uh, some sweet, sweet goodies, uh, like getting to go on the Discord early and talk about pre-sus before the episodes are released on Friday. Um, yeah, we're pumped about it. Yeah, and if uh, live trivia is your thing and you want to join us soon, you have a few opportunities to do so. Wednesdays, we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and bonus prizes, as well as to suggest categories for next week's quiz and to enjoy tasty, tasty food by our weekly food vendor. Our weekly quiz at Point E. Bell Brewing Company starts at 7.30 p.m. every Wednesday evening. Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral at Ollie's Pub, also at 7.30 p.m. We hope you can join us then for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards, which can be spent on records, beer, t-shirts, comic books, and more. You can also suggest categories for each week's quiz at Ollie's Pub every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. 
We've also got Marvel Cinematic Universe trivia, MCU pub trivia, Saturday, September 10th at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers. We'll be covering Marvel movies, TV shows, and more. Mark your calendars for MCU trivia, Saturday, September 10th, 6 p.m. at Pointy Bell Brewing Company, as well as Upside Down Trivia, a Stranger Things pub quiz. That's the following week, Saturday, September 17th at Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral be covering the series its fandom and more stranger things trivia saturday september 10th at ollie's pub at 6 p.m and of course every week in cape coral you can play mark's trivia on wednesdays at nice guys pizza or on zoom starting at 8 p.m and please don't forget to follow no nonsense trivia on social media including facebook instagram twitter and reddit and join us on our discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts streams and events Join us, won't you? <laughs> Zoom just asked me playing music. <laughs> no, set up professional no, audio and audio settings. We don't want professional audio. <clears throat> no, please. We got Get our thing going. Here. We got it going here. All right, let's take a little break, and then mm. we'll be right back with our first round of trivia. Yeah. back mark how about yep. a trivia question does that sound good to you i've been waiting for it this is a uh, plants question well botany for you mm-hmm. what type of plant will only bear fruit after digesting the corpse of a female wasp what kind of plant will only bear fruit after digesting the corpse of a female wasp well it's funny. This is actually um, something similar to this um, was posed by Greg, uh, past guest, uh, two-time guest, owner of Nice Guys Pints and Pies. Um, and I don't, I don't know if this is the name of the plant, but I know what the fruit is. Um, so the fruit is a fig. Now, my question is, is a fig the same as a date? No, right? A fig is, I should just say fig, because I think a fig is a a something. Is it a plum? No, it's not a plum. Is a fig the same as a date? There's a date palm. And then what? This fucking wasp gets in there and dies and turns into a fig? I'm going to say fig. Yes, I'll give that to you. Okay. A fig plant is kind of the common name for it. It is a uh, scientific name, Ficus carica. But the fig plant is a totally acceptable answer for okay. that. Okay, thank God. Yeah. I was yep. I was hoping it was a little bit tricky there. Um, but cl- clearly, clearly not. Thank Christ. Well done. Uh, thank you. Here is your uh, here is your first question. What color is the L in the Google logo? Okay. Well, assuming it it goes Roy G. Biv, 
which is an assumption. I don't know if it's the right assumption, but it's an assumption. Red would be the first G. Orange would be the O, the first O. Yellow would be the second O. That's Roy. G, green for the second G. Roy G, Biv, blue. But then there's, I guess you're leaving off violet. Blue L. I'm going to go blue. Violet, violet. I'm sorry? Blue. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. (sighs) Uh, There are two repeating colors. Uh, Blue, which is both G's. Red, which is the first O and the last E, or the final letter. Yellow, which is the second O. And green is the L. Green. Oh, okay. They got creative with it. Yeah, they got a little wild with it. That's fine. They said there's no violet anyway. We, we got to have a different system. Yeah. We already made the first G red. Might as well make the second one because they're both G's. Big G and little G. There's Just some like logic me and to you. it. Just a couple G's. <laughs> That's we're right. Both, we're both G's. And I have a uh, Cars <laughs> question for you. Real My G's BG. move in silence like, uh, like uh, Google logos. <laughs> I was going to no. say, like, gender reveal lasagna. <laughs> a modern update on the little Wayne uh, classic line. Small Wayne. All right. Cars. The hit motion A small picture. Wayne. A small G. Mm-hmm. A big cu- question about cars. What high performance? You know what? No. You handled that first one so effortlessly. I'm going to ask you a different question. Okay. Maybe the same difficulty, but. I don't know. We'll see. Hey. We'll see what you know. I'm very stupid. So, Well, this is about the uh, popular web series Hot Ones. You okay. know Hot Ones, right? Mm-hmm. Popular Hot Sauce Challenge web series Hot Ones by Complex Networks is filmed in which U.S. state? Ooh. I thought this was an interesting take on a Hot Ones question. Uh, I don't know that I've ever heard them say it. I mean, obviously... <clears throat> Some of the low-hanging fruit would be California and New York. The fact that you're asking this tells me that it's probably not either of those. Um, I mean, they get a lot of stars in there. Kind of upset there's no built-in hint, unless you're considering complex um, a built-in hint. But it's kind of a kind of a crummy hint, I think. Because complex could mean a couple different things. I'm going to, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, hot stuff is popular everywhere, but it's especially hot in the South. Could it be Texas? I'm trying to think of that Sean guy's accent, what he sounds like. Sean Evans. Sean Evans, that's it. Um, Do you think he's going to die young? Jesus, Lee, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he eats a lot of hot sauce. You sound like a fucking 10-year-old. Do you uh, do you think he's going to die young? Jeez, I don't well, fucking... I'm worried about him, man. Why? He eats hot sauce. He eats a lot. Well, I don't think hot sauce is I, bad I, for I you, want, is it? I watch him eat more hot sauce than I watch anybody eat hot sauce. Look at different. I just, I, I'm, I'm, look at know, different just, cultures where people eat a lot of hot sauce and they they mm-hmm. live forever. 
Hot sauce is yeah. supposed to be good for you, isn't it? it I, I think there's like stuff the out there that – Yeah. It, it's uh, the – capsaicin. Capsaicin. Right? Thank you. Yes. The capsaicin. Uh, it's good for your blood flow. Yeah. And I, I think it speeds pressure. up your metabolism too probably, mm-hmm. you know. Gets you all fucking sweat and makes you work for it. I put hot sauce on my dinner night. My roommate and very good friend um, made some delicious chicken curry. That was very spicy and had my nose running. When you came on, I was devouring it like a fucking ferret, feral child. And, ferret child. And, a ferret uh, child. Yeah. A ferret's probably like, uh, you know, curry They're crazy, too. yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's spicy. <laughs> yeah. That, how do you, what's a ferret impression? <laughs> I don't know. They're squirmy. Yeah, they are. Have you um, ever done a Have you ever done a hot sauce style, uh, like a hot one style, um, elevated step by step hot sauce eating challenge? No, I no? don't. I, I'm not into hot sauce like that. Hmm. I did it once, and the idea of doing that, I don't know if he like does multiples in a day. Like you know, most some shows they. They uh they film multiple episodes in a day. You know, right. they like rent the space and they don't want to like have to rent it out throughout the whole year, so they shoot a season in a short period of time. I think that's gotta be what he's doing. Because Probably. the idea of like putting yourself through this like once a week <laughs> I, I can't imagine it. Having done that once, like I can't imagine it. I'm scared to even try it again. Now I'm going to pay attention to how much of each wing he eats, because I know he probably just takes like a bite out of each, which is a bummer Mm -hmm. that so much gets, they have to hire me to just sit off to the side and finish the wings for him. Some contestants will take it as a challenge to finish all the meat too. Mm -hmm. They'll come in and be be like, I'm not leaving anything. Yeah. If we ever get Um, big enough for me to be on hot ones, I'm going to be like, I'm going to clean these fucking bones. What an honor. Please. We will go on as a pair. God. Just like Red Link did. Yeah, they set the tone. We're ready. <clears throat> what state is? Hot I'm scared ones? to do it again, but I would do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, there was. They, they were talking about someone who tries tried. I think it was the Maddie Matheson episode where someone came in and just tried to eat the hottest one first, and it was a mistake because that oh, build yeah. up helps you. It was Eddie Wong. That's correct. Of uh, Double Cup Love is his book. He's a uh, a chef and writer and television personality. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he uh, I think he tapped out on the second or third wing because he was like, when you do the hottest, the second one you do is the second hottest, and the third right. one you do is is like the third hottest. So you're, n- yeah. you're it's not like a one and done. Like you're getting the hottest out of the way. You're just diving right into the deep end. And yeah, yeah. Sean Evans said you just made a decision that I think you're going to regret, and he, <laughs> he did. He's a man who knows. Mm-hmm. What state is this uh, recorded in? Are you metaing me? Is it obvious that it is a place where a lot of stars are? A lot of rappers. A lot of chefs. I'm going to say Texas. No. It is one of the two that you, uh, of course. you mentioned earlier. Is it New York? It is. Complex. It is filmed at Complex Networks, which is uh, located in New York City. <sighs> damn fool. I'm a damn fool. Almost went back and said New York, and I just got two in my own fucking head. It's fine, man. Um, question number two for you. Oceanus and Janus were suggested names for what planet? Oceanus and Janus. I think that's how it's pronounced. J-A-N-U-S. Possibly Janus. Were suggested names 
for what planet? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if it's one of the gas planets. Because Oceanus, you know, kind of like a sea, looks like it could be a sea moving. Like Jupiter. I think they even have like a, you know, they have that storm. There is a, a moon called Europa. I don't know why Jupiter just feels right. Oceanus. Jupiter. <laughs> And I think we just got, just as a current events thing, I think uh, the James Webb telescope just uh, uh, took some new pictures of Jupiter. So it's been in the news lately, not to get too meta about it, but maybe uh, maybe that sent you down a trivia rabbit hole. I'll go with it. Jupiter. Sorry, that's incorrect. Neptune. Neptune is the correct answer. <sighs> the one named How after I, the oh ocean guy. You know, and I almost asked you as my first questions, and I was like, well, I'll give this to him. It'll be a little bit of an underhand. Oh, my gosh. Mm. What was I thinking? As, as soon as he said you're wrong, you're like, Neptune. Yes, yes, it's <laughs> Neptune. The guy who's literally the god of the oceanness. All right, let's move on. I need to. I need to like put some good karma back in the universe. I'm going back to the question I denied you. Okay. The last time, the cars car question. question. What high performance sports car by Dodge debuted in the '90s and was inspired by the Shelby Cobra in name and appearance? What high performance sports car by Dodge debuted in the '90s and was inspired by the Shelby Cobra in name and appearance? The Dodge Challenger? Dodge. The Dodge Challenger. I'm going to say the Challenger. No. I don't know what the inspiration for Colby the Challenger would be. Maybe the C? Is that what you're thinking? I don't know. Did you skip over my hint? (laughs) Maybe. It's inspired by the Shelby Cobra in name and appearance. Oh, oh, Jesus. Um... The Shelby Cobra. Cobra. It's made by Dodge, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodge. Mm. Debuted in the 90s. Mm-hmm. See? You think people are going to know shit, and then they shock you. Oh, wow. Um, Cobra. So a snake? Shelby Cobra. Dodge. You have a bug too. rattlesnake. Yeah, it's a little gnat. I got a little gnat in my office too. Now there's only one. <laughs> now he is gone. That's my. Yeah, be faster than that. Now he's gone. That's my impression of Morgan Freeman. It's very bad. Oh, okay. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> I, I didn't even know until he said it. Now he's gone. Um. God damn, the Dodge, uh, what, Rattlesnake, Sidewinder, fucking Cobra, that is the name of it. Um, man, I, uh, I'm completely drawing a fucking blank. Um, boy, I'm getting laughed at by so many fucking people right now, and I know This it. is definitely a screaming at your radio moment, I think, for some people. <laughs> Absolutely it is. I- I wouldn't say, you know, not everybody got this question right when I asked it, but a fair number, at least half, I would say, got this. Okay. I'm leaning back. 
All right, you work on this. Dodge. Is it possible this is something I don't know? Perhaps. As Core from uh, the rehearsal said, there's always limits. <laughs> I would love to hear him do just TV trivia and see what he does now. Um, I, you know what? For the sake of fucking not sussing forever, I don't know. The Dodge Diamondback. I don't know. No. no. Dodge Challenger, uh, first model year, 1970. So I that dates back a, a little earlier. The answer I'm looking for, the Dodge Viper. Oh, God damn it. You heard of that one? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, that's your Neptune moment. <laughs> we each had one. Yeah. Yeah, clearly we did. All right, here's one last question for you. Slow-mo is a drug that appears in what 2012 action adaptation of a comic book character mark the answer is dread that's correct there you thank go you. thank you there you are doesn't All that right. feel good yeah doesn't that feel powerful <laughs> and that is a uh i th- i want to say they released that movie in 3d yes and the effects of that drug as it's named slow-mo uh cause people to experience things in slow motion so that is like played up for the movie and i actually got to see this on a 3d television i don't know if you remember that trend that came through but i had a a buddy briefly yeah uh r.i.p mike my buddy mike had a uh 3d tv and we watched tread with 3d glasses on and it's pretty trippy yeah sounds like it i uh Mm -hmm. i've never seen that one i've only seen the old one but uh um, you know, he's, that uh, in, in, that is in and of itself a twin film with the raid. Yes, but a similar plot of you know a police officer working their way through a tower, uh, crime ridden tower, uh, to f- face the final boss at the top. There's some kind of uh, futuristic gangster, and yeah, dread though based on a uh, comic book property by Dark Horse Comics. And uh, not too much of a fan of the Judge Dread movie with Sil- Sylvester Stallone from the 90s, but I did like the 2012 Dread quite a bit, and uh, kind of sad that they won't be making a sequel. Carl Urban starring in that one. I almost said Keith Urban, yeah. Carl no, Urban's not- more right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, um, what's her name that plays uh, Cersei Lannister mm. on Game of Thrones? Yeah. Lena Hetty. Yes. Lena Hetty. Pretty good. Pretty good in that movie. Thanks yeah, for the question. I've, I've heard mixed things. You're welcome. Um, oh, you've heard mixed things. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> well, Everybody's you know. entitled to their opinion. In, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Let's take a little break. Yeah. And then, uh, let's say we come back with some, uh, do we have any miscorrections? Yep. We got some no notes? Mm, no. No. Okay. We just recorded. We haven't put out our new episode since recording the last one, so we haven't heard anything. <laughs> That's fair. I think uh, some, somebody. Uh, no, yeah, we haven't heard anything. Well, Mom's we'll be word. back. We'll be back in that case. <laughs> I've got some self miscorrections that we with some miscorrections and a second round of trivia.
time for some miscorrections. Thank you, Mike C, for the miscorrection theme. Yes, let's yeah. get back to the Mike C one for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you asked Tim. Uh, Tim was on our last episode, and you asked him if he remembered the name of the Nina. And uh, he said, of course I do. And I went back to the hotel room. That was the question that he got wrong on who wants to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And they ha- it was in the magazine that he had at the hotel room they remembered seeing. But he never gave us the answer. No, he did not. And I, I was going to hold his feet to the fire and mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, what is it? But I, I didn't want to put him on the spot. Santa Clara. Santa Clara. It's oh. the name of that boat. The Nina. Damn. So Santa Maria, not the only Santa. Mm-hmm. In the uh, in the fleet, I wonder if that's why they renamed it. Too many Maybe. Santas. Yep. Yeah, I guess you could just up. take it off and just call it the Clara and the Maria. I mean, that seems like it would sort it out. But for whatever reason, the Nina. Um, I guess the we could Pinta, look it up, but we're not going the to. Nina, Santa Clara the Santa is what we need. Maria. Remember that. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, mental floss, or I'm sorry, the Ken Jennings article that I mentioned about uh, in regards to chaining uh, questions together that, that inspired me. That was from Mental Floss Magazine. I don't think we ever uh, mentioned that. So wanted to give them the proper citation there. And That's also, a no cl- note. Yep. And also clarify that my spree of changing questions together, I just wanted to give a definitive number here. It starts in episode 101. Not 100. Mm. And it runs until episode 135. Jesus Christ, Yeah. So uh, 35 episodes. Yeah. That, uh, with time. questions that I, I attempted to chain together thematically. So if you're going back and uh, listening to the podcast again on a second listen, or if you haven't yet listened to the back catalog, enjoy going through those let me know what you think. Write in if you discover something, a connection. I think that could be fun if you notice something. And, uh, yeah, if you have a missed correction, a rate my question, or even just a little no-note, you can write to us at nonsensetrivia at gmail.com or call us at 1-929-356-6966 or find us on social media. If you've yet to do so, please take a moment to review our show on Apple, Spotify, Podchaser, Good Pods, or wherever else you might find our podcast available for review or suggestion. Good Pods, directed by Martin Scorsese. Good Podders. <laughs> good. What a good, good Podders. Good Podders, P-O-D-D-A-S. <laughs> Lee, here's a question yeah. for you. All right. Which common seven-letter chemical element has the atomic number 20? Hmm. Seven letters. Yes. So carbon, oxygen, those are out. And those have lower numbers. Um, Mercury? It fits the bill. Is it common? Helium's got six. Uh, What else do we got? Six letters, not atomic number, by the way. Before you miscorrect me. Uh, Hydrogen. Hydrogen. Ooh, hydrogen. That could fit the bill. Uh, Nitrogen is too many letters. Hydrogen. Yeah. Don't go in too early, though. Suss it out. Hold on, Lee. Let's reel it back a little bit. 
Um, what else do we got? Common element, you said, right? Yes. F it. I'm going with hydrogen. Sorry, that's incorrect. Ah! Yeah, hydrogen uh, has an atomic number of one. (laughs) Hydrogen is the first. Too too common. On there. When you said common, I took that very seriously. uh, Common, yes. Uh, Also, very, very low (laughs) atomic Mm -hmm. number-wise. Uh, being the very wait, first. and it has eight letters in it. Fuck! <laughs> I didn't even kind of just trusted you. H y d r o g e n. Yeah, yeah. You want to take another shot? You gave me another shot. Let all right, me, all right. With right. with the, the missing the uh, the the yeah missing the clue. The viper count this time. Yeah, I did though. I counted incorrectly. That's the problem. <sighs> Seven letters. Twenty. Valerian Steel. <laughs> I don't know if you've been watching House of the Dragon or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Watching Hot D. Got Hot D. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it is in therm- thermometers. Mercury. It has seven letters. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. No. The correct answer is calcium. Mm. Calcium. Calcium. Mm, calcium. All right. Firearms, my first category for you. Oh, fuck yeah. Founded in the 16th century. You might want to change your accent here. What Italian firearms manufacturer? Fuck yeah. Is the oldest active <laughs> manufacturer of firearm components in the world. Founded in the 16th century, what Italian firearms manufacturer is the oldest active manufacturer of firearm components in the world? Mamma mia. <laughs> um, manufacturer of fire gu- firearm components. Components. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it's Colt Italian. Firearm, comp- I don't like that firearm components thing. Um, well, Colt and I think Smith and Wesson, that's all American stuff. And those are guns. Um, Luger. I don't know. And I don't want to sit here thinking about it all the day. I, I, I don't know about guns very much. Glock? I feel like that's newer. I'm going to say Luger. No, I think Luger might be German. It sounds uh, like it. The answer I'm looking for, Beretta. Oh, duh. Fucking, mm-hmm. there's a movie after it. Beretta. I think they also, uh, I think it was a, like a barrel of a rifle is what they were making in the 15th century. So they weren't making the entire gun. But uh, they were making a component of it. So that's why it's worded that way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it tracks. It's just a bummer. Uh, Lee, what is the fifth book of the New Testament? Hmm. The fifth book? Yes. Do you know the big four first ones? Genesis? I'm looking for the New Testament, Lee. You're right. 
I know. <laughs> I don't. Let me just know. go ahead and help you. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's uh, way after Genesis. Yes. Hmm. No, I don't know. I know there's Revelation, but that's at the end. That is the mm-hmm. absolute last book of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll, I'll give you the hint the, that it is the four book of letters. Acts. It is four the book letters. of Acts. I'll go with it. A C T S. The book of Acts. That's correct. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you for the hint. I was like just going to start saying stuff. Like, all right, I know the book of Acts is one of them. Yeah. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts is the fifth book of the oh, New Testament. Oh, right. I thought okay. maybe you knew those because those are the big four: Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke and John. John, of course, is when Jesus, you know, uh, yeah, you know, God is going to give everybody eternal life if they believe in Him. All that good stuff. Okay, yeah, that was a triple indie moment for me. <laughs> that was that was impressive. <laughs> Fucking that you came up with axe, structural engineering. That's what I throw back at you. And now I get this. Okay. In, in structural engineering, what is the term for a structure's connection points or nodes? Buttress. That might be right. <laughs> I think you're right. Well, the answer that I had was trusses, but I think those might be the same thing. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. I know that I always I'm thought flying buttress was a very funny thing to say. Um, and it sounds right to me. Well, this is one of those things where, you know, an answer comes back and Absolutely. you got to look it up, yep. you know, Absolutely. you can't, you can't advance until you figure it out because you might have an expert that knows, you know, a, uh, and that's a term me, that, a structural mm-hmm. engineering expert. <laughs> this from thesaurus.plus says you can, some, in some cases you can use the word truss instead of the word buttress. Okay. But it doesn't say you can use buttress instead of the word truss. Oh, that's very weird. And uh, trusses generally work. This is from Lake Mills 12K. Now, hold on, hold on. Where are we going here for truss? What do you mean by truss? That's what people also ask. What do you mean by truss? (laughs) It's accusatory. They're different. A truss is a system of support elements that are held rigid. This structure does not tend to collapse with additional weight. A truss is usually a series of triangles. The Eiffel Tower is a well-known truss construction. A buttress is a thickening of a wall or an outside wall at right angle used to make a wall stronger. Buttresses counteract the outward force of a heavy roof or wall. So they are, they are different from each other. So I'm sorry, though they sound similar, Mark. You are incorrect. Fine. Do you have a question for me? No. No? Podcast is done. <laughs> Come on. All right, fine. Twist Thank my friggin' arm. The international symbol of LB for pound is an abbreviation for what Latin word? Hmm. Very interesting. I like this question as it highlights something that uh, is kind of like present in your life. If you're aware of finance and the finance used in, uh, in Britain and England, but you don't think of the etymology of it. And this kind of highlights that. I like that. It is short for what Latin word. Did you say word or phrase? 
Word. 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 Libro. Libra. Libretto. Hmm. It's probably like a U.M. ending or something like lubsome. Pound. How'd they get pound from it? Wait, this is the the weight metric. This isn't even the uh, the the finance thing. What the, what am I talking about? <laughs> Maybe they're related. I don't know. Are they still using the, Are they using the pound again, or are they still using euros after Brexit? It's a good question. I think uh, I think they're still using pounds. They never stopped, probably. But you could use euros, probably. Also, right? Well, when when I went there, oh no, wait a no? minute. Maybe when I went there, they did use pounds or uh, euros. Let us know, folks. I know we got some listeners over there. What currency are you using? We could look it up, but we want to hear from you. We really do. Yeah. I can't believe how many downloads we get and and compared to how few emails and stuff we get. A lot of people, I think, just like to, they just like to witness. They don't want to be involved. Oh, yeah, yeah. But still, you know, just to, if if you've they got say, a wild hair right now, send us an email. They just say, be like, "Dance for me, monkey," and I said, "Dance, monkey, dance, monkey, dance, monkey." Whoa, whoa, whoa. But you know, if if you got a wild hair right now, just uh, check in with us. Just send us a little email and say, "Hey, don't want to, you know, no question, no miscorrection, no, no, no. This is, you know, uh, Spencer writing in from the UK or whatever." If yeah, we got a Spencer if, listener if another- listening, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're from another country. Well, we do have a Spencer, but he's American. Mm-hmm. Spencer um, the chef. Spencer the chef. But uh, yeah, especially if you have a, an accent, um, you know, feel free to to wax poetic about how much you love us and be like, right, I listen to you every morning and I love it. <laughs> I don't even know if we need them to call now. You're doing that so well. Well, you know, <laughs> what can I say? Is that is that British grandma I had growing up? Libra, Libra. Ah, oh, God, I don't know, man. I'm writing down Libra. It's wrong. What is it? Libra is correct. What? Yes. You're pulling my leg. No, Libra is correct. Like the uh, if you think about the 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 scales, Libra. Uh-huh. That's it. <laughs> what luck? Wait. Space flight history. How's your knowledge there? Not good. No? Not good. No. What lucky snack? Quote, lucky snack. What lucky snack is present at every mission event controlled by NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory due to its presence at a successful landing of Ranger 7 on the moon? What lucky snack is now present at every mission event controlled from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory due to its presence at a successful landing of Ranger 7 on the moon? Um, you and no built-in hints today. A couple, but this one, no hint about the snack. It's just, yeah, what is the snack? I guess I, I, uh... No motherfucking, hmm. you got piss I, I could, right here. I guess I could put a, a hint in here, but I guess I was thinking like, well, if, if it's a snack, that kind of limits your answers if you don't know. So you could take a lucky guess. I'm going to say Twinkies. No, it's actually peanuts. 
Somebody brought peanuts on the day that they landed the Ranger 7, so now every time that they have a mission uh, from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, they have peanuts on site. One time, they had a mission over the holidays, and they substituted the peanuts with peanut M&M's, holiday uh, festive edition, red and green. Hmm. See, it's weird, because I don't think of like a food that you can snack on as a snack. You were thinking I you meant know? like a branded snack? Yeah. Mm. Well, you can still just eat peanuts as a snack. You could you have fruit as a snack. You could have, uh, well, I guess you could have branded foods as a snack as well. I was going to say cereal. Uh, but you could have fruits and vegetables as a snack. Yeah. Carrot you, you sticks. Definitely could. Ants true. on a long little celery with uh, peanut butter and raisins. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like that was a cheap snack when you were a kid? Yeah, I think everyone did. I mean, what are you trying to convince me of here? This is good? <laughs> like, <laughs> this, is this stringy, uncooked celery? You could doll this up with your peanut butter and your raisins. But it ain't doing it for me, okay? Okay. Sour Patch Kids? Maybe some animal crackers? How about some EL fudges? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Peanuts, though, pretty good. Hmm. Not bad. I'll All take right. it. Here's the last question for you. I just realized I found a bunch of fucking questions I hadn't asked. Is it? Is it? Do we have another one? I don't know. Do we? Or am I done? You started this round, so that's you started uh, it. I did. Help me. It was funny when you said like, you started time? it. No, I, I I started. You did. So me, you, me, you, me, you. Is that it? Did I do three? Are you sure you started this round? Yes. Okay, then yeah, we're done here. Okay, then we're going to take a break. <laughs> 218 episodes. Episode you, th- <laughs> you, think, you think we'd have it down 218 episodes in. No, sir. No, fuck that. Because why in the hell would we? It's more fun this way, baby. Yeah, baby. We'll be right back. back and it's time for a rate my question that was good solo right there my friend we're gonna keep that yeah, where in. the hell were you well i mean we put in mike's uh one earlier so i just figured we're gonna put in another one here well you can do that but you, no you nailed it man good job okay hey thank you we're hearing again from caitlin who uh recently upgraded her patreon status from a rumple snailed skin to a proverbial light keeper. Thank you, Caitlin. And as is usual, uh, I will give you some motivational speech 
um, just for you. So everybody else, you can just hit fast forward here if you want. This is specifically for Caitlin. Caitlin, way to go. I'm so proud of you. And you make me so proud each and every day. You're such a hard worker. And every day you get up, even on the days when it's hard, you still get up and you still do your best. And God damn it, you come back stronger every day. And you're just climbing that mountain. And you're just so strong. And I'm here to support you. Great job today. Wow, that was a rather lackluster message, Mark. Why that's, do you fuck off? No, no, that's that's just for our listeners so they don't feel jealous. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, you know? yeah. yeah, I know yeah. it's uh, not worth upgrading. I can't to, believe uh, you said all that. Another tier stuff. Yeah, jeez. Anyways, Caitlin uh, says because Mark requested, here's a voice memo, Colin. Question: Thanks for rating my other two questions on the podcast. It made my week. Lots of love from Maryland, Caitlin. This is from Caitlin H. Here is her voice memo. Hey, Mark and Lee, it's Caitlin. Uh, I was listening on Patreon to this week's episode early and was so thrilled that you rated my questions. You guys were so sweet and made me so happy that you got the questions right about the bananas and Ben Franklin. And I will no longer use my family as a barometer. If the question is good, um, I'm just going to ask the professionals. I thought I would ask you one more question. It was the last question that none of the teams got right on my game. And um, I do think I'm going to make it harder for you, too, because you not only proved you're smarter than my family, but also I think you've talked about this dinosaur on the podcast before. Um, Mm. You've definitely talked about this scene in Jurassic Park before. So I'm going to make it harder for you, too. Um, Okay, the Dilophosaurus is famously but inaccurately portrayed in Jurassic Park as spitting venom. What does Dilophosaurus mean in Latin? And to make it even shorter for you, um, what does Dilophosaurus mean? (laughs) The original question gave the Latin definition, described the scene in Jurassic Park and then asked for the name of the dinosaur, but I thought that'd be too easy for you guys. Um, thanks so much and hoping to get down to Florida this year so I can attend one of your quizzes. I think that'd be so fun. So I'm trying to make that happen. Hell okay, yeah. Bye. All right. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Great question. Big Jurassic Park fan over here. Mark, what about you? you like that movie? I like it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I want to be clear. Jurassic Park fan. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah in yeah, descending yeah. order from sequels from that original movie is my uh, qualitative experience for those. I would say. I you know the, when this movie originally came out, it definitely, uh, as Seth would put it, made it move. If you know what I mean. Uh, I do. It definitely uh, you know was like holy shit, and I mean the the graphics still hold up. Uh, across the board, from what mm. I remember. Um, so Dilophosaurus, do you know this? Um, I know that in the movie, one of the things that they are inac- how one of the ways that they're not portrayed accurately is their size. I think in the books, even they're portrayed as uh, like being horse sized. They're much larger than they are in the movie. I did not know that they didn't spit venom. I know that's a trait that some predators have in the wild, um, but I did not know that that was a, a movie or invention by author Michael Crichton. 
I think they spit in the book as well. They definitely do. Because the uh yeah, there's a there's a horrific scene with Dennis Nedry. His death in the book is way <laughs> worse in the book than it is in the movie. It's pretty terrifying in the movie, but holy shit. Anyway, um I want to say that maybe it's their name relates to the fans on their neck. You might remember they have uh, a tell, a trait, a physical trait of having fans expand from their neck when they're feeling threatened mm-hmm. and they're about to uh, release their venom spit in the movie. So, mm-hmm. Saurus, you asked me recently about uh, a name, a Saurus name, didn't you? Was it Tyrannosaurus that you asked me about? Um, yes. What was that again? Terrible, terrible, terrible lizard. Terrible lizard. So the source is the lizard part, and the tyran is the terrible, like tyrant. Yeah, exactly. So Dilophosaurus. Do we, die, do we think die means two? Is it Dilophosaurus? It could. Um, Diloph. I remember when uh, lizard. I, Possibly. I thought I remember them being a little bit smaller, or maybe around the size of of Nedry, wasn't he? Because isn't he kind of like when he's when he's like face to face with it? Isn't he kind of mm-hmm. face to face with it or is it bigger than him? It's like standing on a thing. I think they're supposed to be dog sized in the movie. Like the size okay. of like a large dog. Okay. Didn't you At, say horse sized? That's what I think in real life. I think oh, they're okay, much larger. Okay. Um oh, and they were gotcha, scaled gotcha. down, I think, for the movie. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like I remember reading that. Um. Well, two fanned lizard. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, lof guild. Those aren't gills, but like, what no. would you call those things? Fans, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, frills. I, I want to say in the book they might be referred to as fans. Okay, well let's let's say two fan lizard then. Okay, one fan for each side of the neck. Okay, and there is a message here in the follow up email that has the answer that says I need to correct my question. The origin is Greek, not Latin. So okay. I mean lof. I think yeah, the ph that sounds like a, a Greek thing. Whoops. Originally, I also explained there's no evidence that Dilophosaurus were able to shoot venom. It was likely added into the movie to make it scarier. I can't help being long and loquacious. An L and L from uh, from Caitlin. All right, let's see what the answer here is. Okay, two crested lizard. Oh, two crested lizard. So I'm going to give us a wrong on that. Wrong. We didn't get it. We were close. I don't know what what uh, Quizmaster Caitlin would do for us if we were at the family reunion and we turned in two fanned lizard. Yeah, jeez. I don't know. I feel Lofos like it's- meaning crest and Soros meaning lizard. You were right. Die meaning two. Yeah. I want to give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the uh, we'll let our listeners decide. On whether yeah. or not we get credit for that. We were we were close. I we would say keep- if I had two answer sheets and one said two crested and the other said two fanned, I would give full points to the two crested team. I agree, but I don't points. think anyone's saying two crested. Well, the the paleontologists are probably saying it. 
Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we have to read this question now. You want to go first? Or you want me to? You're thinking. Um, mm-hmm. I would give this question a solid A. I think it may be a little too difficult. Um, I don't feel like there's much to go off of for the Dilophosaurus that it means too crested. The two is easy enough to suss, but I just feel like it, you get into an argument about what are those things called, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, you know, we were, we were down there, but there's really no way to get it unless you just know that they're called crests. Right. And I mean, you know. Uh, it just seems a little too, a little too tough for me. I, I would give it an A. Yeah, I'll give this a straight up piss. Popular, interesting, short and sweet. No built-in hint here, um, mm-hmm. which makes it very difficult. And uh, it's it's one of those things where it's fine that it's difficult, but especially when you're really close like us, it's it's kind of unsatisfying when you find out the answer. You know. Like you, you start thinking like, well, how could I have known that if I just didn't know it? And yeah, a lot of trivia can be that way, and and that's a that's a common feeling to have when you're playing trivia when you don't know something. But if we're talking about how to write it, um, I might ask, which dinosaur featured in Jurassic Park has a name that is taken from the Greek word for two crested lizard? Yeah. And make them come up with Dilophosaurus, because that's, that's hard enough shit. on its own, I think. But it's mentioned, at least, in the movie several times. I don't know if Two Crested Lizard is ever mentioned in the movie. Um, so this is a uh, very difficult Greek language question in its current form. But I think if you were to make it like a Jurassic Park question, flip it. I know Mark is a big fan of flipping it. I think of Mark whenever I flip it, and that's what I would do right here. I'd flip it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the flip, you know. But I will say you have the d- distinct honor, uh, Caitlin, of receiving a piss from me and Lee combined. So you are the first person to get a piss from the two of us. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> All right. If you'd like to uh, thank you again, Caitlin. And if you'd like to yes. write us with a rate my question. Or rate us with a write my question. Or a miscorrection. You can do so at nononsensetrivia at gmail.com or call us at 1-929-356-6966. Guy, I love writing questions for people when they send us information. If you mm-hmm. have any more like that, please. Yeah, let, let us, you can rate us with a write my question, won't you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Lee? Mark? Do you have a last question for me? I do. The category is 70s American cinema on the topic of movies. We're going to keep with it here with movies from the 1970s American style. What 1979 comedy film sees its protagonist headed to Hollywood to become a star and features cameos by Mel Brooks, Bob Hope, Elliot Gould, Carol Kane, Cloris Leachman, Steve Martin, Richard Pryor, and Orson Welles, among others. What 1979 comedy film sees its protagonist headed to Hollywood to become a star and features cameos by Mel Brooks, Bob Hope, Elliot Gould, Carol Kane, Cloris Leachman, Steve Martin, Richard Pryor, and Orson Welles, among others. 1979 comedy movie? 
Yes. Pretty star-studded cameo uh, list right there, huh? Yeah. I don't know if I know this. I don't think I do. 1979 movie. Hmm. Weird time for movies. You did not say who's starring in it. You just said the other people that are in it. Yep. Someone that is going to make it big in Hollywood. Uh, I don't know. Back to school. No. <laughs> it's not the source of the triple Lindy. I think, yeah, that, hey. I think that came out in the uh, 80s, Back to School. I, I'm pretty sure it did, yeah. What if I told you that this movie starred Jim Henson and Frank Oz? Uh, Jim Henson and Frank Oz. Muppets. Uh, Muppets go to Hollywood. It's titled the Muppet movie. The Muppet it was movie. the Muppet movie. Yeah. The first Muppet movie. The Muppet movie. 1979. The Muppet movie. Yes. Hmm. 70s American cinema. That was the requested category. I like to imagine that this is cinema, Mark. This is film that we're talking about here. The Muppet movie. But, I mean, you can't deny this uh, This long list of cameos. Very impressive. Oh, absolutely. And uh, the Muppets known to have their uh, celebrity guests on their TV show. So I thought that might be a hint, too, that there are a lot of cameos in it. Well, hot damn. That's a great question. Thank you. You got a final here. question for me? Oh, boy, do I. Here is your last question. What actor from Cheers is the maternal uncle of Jason Sudeikis? Oh, we've had this question on the podcast. Did I ask you this already? No, Jamie brought this question. Oh, did he? Yep. He okay. had a, uh, on his most recent appearance outside of the live show, I believe he brought a themed quiz on uh, celebrity relationships. And uh, this was one of the questions... And it is the actor who plays Norm. And his name is... I can't remember. <laughs> off the top of my head. Greg... Uh, Greg uh, uh, his name is... Uh, uh, Gary... Greg... Ger- Greg... Greg... No, not Greg Norman. That's a golfer. What is his name? Norm, played by, I don't know. What is it, Mark? (laughs) George Went. George Went. George George Went. Damn. All right. Well, fuck. (laughs) Do you want me to ask you another question? Jamie, Jamie asked that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me another one. Here's here's another question. Sorry, George Went and uh, Jason Sudeikis. I think they're both okay with it. But thank you, Jamie. For this at is least a question. To, if I was on a team, that would be enough to, to get the answer. Somebody else would get George Went. Yes. Here is a question for you that uh, I think you may have asked at one of your horror-themed trivias. So we'll see if you remember. In which Friday the 13th movie does Jason don his iconic hockey mask? Ah. Um... Hmm. 
It's not the first one because uh, he's not even the slasher in the first one. It's his mom. And I don't think it's the second one. I want to say it's the third. It's either the second or the third. I'd be surprised if it was the fourth. Um, I think he has a, a solo slasher movie debut in the second one. And so I'm going to go with the third. Friday the 13th, part three. That's correct. Thank you. Great job. The second one, yeah, he's got the bag over the head. Right, the one good right, eye. right, right. The bag. Yes. The That's first right. One is his mom. How exciting. We're getting Mama into uh, spooky season here. Happy yes. Halloween to those who celebrate. <laughs> I know some of you are going crazy right now, redecorating your houses. The buying pumpkin all, spices out. All manner of spooky things. And uh, we want to give a special shout out to John Lewis, our friend of the show. He's been on a few times over on his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash John Lewis. He is embarking on Spooky Stream Month, which started uh, this last Sunday on September 4th. I think he's streaming every Sunday and Monday evening uh, throughout the month. Uh, Pretty much all horror games. And uh, I might be hopping in from time to time to uh, do that. So go ahead and give him a follow if you're on Twitch at uh, John Lewis, all one word, all lowercase. And you can give me a follow while you're over there. That's at Breshnida. B-R-E-S-H-N-Y-D-A and uh, I'll be playing some horror games too on Twitch so uh, check that out Mark? I won't be but I'll be there in spirit yeah maybe uh, it, it could be fun to get you to call in commentate on a, a game or something I don't know we'll get oh, you yeah. involved we'll I, pull would, you in. I would definitely yeah please let me know when you're streaming sometime I'll watch you be a fucking cat I don't give a fuck yeah I did beat Stray so no more of that I won't be oh, a cat do, any longer do you get speed at the end? Man, the ending pissed me off. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it did. I got mad on stream about it. <laughs> Almost Damn. as mad as our three-star review. Almost. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, follow me over there. You can see some games. You can see me get mad at endings of games when I beat them. Uh, but thank you, Mark, for joining me for another No Nonsense Trivia Podcast episode. It's always a pleasure to have oh, you here. Pleasure's all mine. That concludes this episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please join us every Friday morning for a new episode by subscribing to the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the No-No in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You can also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. You can get 15% off your annual membership by signing up, excuse me, by signing up at the link. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including a super big thanks to our quiz daddies, Blake, a.k.a. Motor Liquor, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esma and Redcrest Kitchen, Tim Pat's Garden Service, Tommy, and Gil. It's Gil. Gil. <laughs> our, time, our team captains, uh, Matt, Mo, Rick G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Lydia, OG Aaron, and David Holbrook, David Holbrook, David Holbrook. I think I'm going to officially retire the triple David Holbrook today. Uh, we've done it for a long time because we forgot for a long time to throw him in there. But I think it's time we put the <laughs> we've hit the exponential Holbrook. limit. 
Yeah, for whatever it? reason, this is the time. Can we call so him DHX3? Okay, we'll call him DHX3. How's that? Um, I like it. It sounds okay. like an X-Men. Yeah, as long as David's okay with that, then I'm then I'm fine with that. You're just tired um, of the triples, the triples saying it. Yeah, yeah. I switch it up. That's fine. DHX three. All right, DHX three. If but you we're hear not us saying say his name anymore, DHX three, you know, no, no, no nonsense, listeners. That means David, David, David Holbrook, 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 or David True. Holbrook, David Holbrook, David Holbrook. <laughs> However, you want to break it down into threes, DHX three. I'm going to end up saying it anyway. I know it. Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Kate or Caitlin. I want you to tell me which one you want to be referred to as here. She signed it as Caitlin. Kate so let's Caitlin. go with, let's right, go with so Caitlin. So we're going to go with Caitlin unless you tell me any different, Caitlin. We're going with Caitlin. Mike, K, Adam, Cole, Frank, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, a.k.a. Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Hank, Luke, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F., Justin P., Justin Peanuts, and Justin M., Justin Muppet Movie. And thanks to our Rumble Snailskins, Ian, Andrea, Aleo, Tim, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Sai, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Steven, Kenya, Dallas at all my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Alex, and Mike J. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question. Or rate us with a rate my question. You can do so at nonsensetrivia gmail.com. Or even if you have a miscorrection, you can write to us there. Or give us a call at 1-929-356-6966. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. If you'd like to hang out with us throughout the week, we have a Discord channel you can join. Just check the show notes for that. We also have a Facebook group. The link for that is also in the show notes. Or you can just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five stars only, please. Until next time, No Nonsense listeners. Have a great week.